Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. My name is Paul Roberts. And I'm his wife, Carol. And we are the creators of Grow Me a Story. Our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative, and inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. As your creativity cultivators, Carol and I are bringing in some special guests throughout 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. Today is the first episode of our four-part interview with Carl Rowe, who we first met in the fall of 2021 while working together at the Sixth Street Theater during the Fall Follies. Carl is an accomplished musician, and as we discovered, has had a lifetime full of creative experiences. I think you're going to enjoy getting to know Carl over the next four weeks, just as much as we have over the last four months. We're glad you've joined us for episode one of the Dreams and Bones podcast for the month of March, our interview with our good friend, Carl Rowe. childhood, elementary school, middle school age, are there things you can point to that shaped the creative person that you are today? Yeah, well, I don't think of it as creative, even still, it's just <laughs> what I was exposed to yeah. and, and discovering things. And so, but I remember being uh, a very young, it might have been two or three, my, my mother played piano, mm, and okay. she, she was... Uh, when, when she'd get us all in bed at night, and then she'd go play the piano and sing, and and you're falling asleep. And I, I don't think she was thinking that oh, this will rub off on the kids. Mm -hmm. She's just at the end of the day in her way to relax, and but uh, it did rub off. <laughs> so tell uh, me about your siblings then. You had you said yeah, older? Thre three older. So there was four boys, and when I was eight, I was the youngest boy. When I was eight, then they had a girl. Hmm. So the three boys were in within six and a half years. And the first three were in within four years. Hmm. Well, three and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just like the young kids today do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, they're all having kids, right? Yeah. yeah, there's three years from me and my next brother up. I think with the three before me, she was pretty busy taking mm. care of the kids and yeah. probably wasn't doing all the things she did when they were in school and I was alone mm -hmm, yeah. at home with her. Oh, we had this Mother Goose uh, songbook mm. with all the, the old nursery rhyme, uh, the, you know, nursery songs and uh, I'd be on her lap or in the chair next to on the bench and uh, it was just, you know, how, how do they play that? How do mm. they know which button to push? And, yeah. and uh, our piano, the front of the keys were all chipped because my oldest brother played it with drumsticks. Oh. <laughs> and they were all chipped up. And, and th that's how they know the, <laughs> the way the shape is on the front of the oh. key. Because <laughs> the rest, it, you, yeah. it just it looks the same. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's uh, funny. I don't know how old I was, but once there was a... Well, the neighborhood was... It was like uh, 12 or 15 boys and three girls hmm. 
in the whole neighborhood. Yeah. There was another family who had four boys. And, and I remember uh, the older kids were doing a, in somebody's garage, uh, like putting on a show. Mm. And they'd have the, the, the sheets up mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and, and it'd just come out and do silly things. And, uh, and I remember that. It was so fun, even though it was stupid stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just make it up as you go. Mm-hmm. And where uh, was this at? Where, where did oh, you grow uh, up? Oh, West Covina, California. Okay. California. California. <laughs> That's all right. We, we'll, we'll forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, my mother was from Toledo, Ohio, hmm. and came out here with her parents on Route 66. <laughs> they, they sold everything, came out to California for the weather because mm-hmm. my hmm. grandma needed the, the warm, dry climate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, anyway, my mother grew up during the depression mm-hmm. and, and so she was very frugal and mm-hmm. could repurpose everything yes mm-hmm. <laughs> and i got a lot of that mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah i'm uh, i'm very frugal <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um oh so another musical thing was uh my mother bought the, the soundtrack record of the music man oh and I think that was in the early early sixties. Yeah. Yeah, I was in school, but mm-hmm. uh, we'd listen to that over and over and over. And the four brothers here, we we would try to put on that show uh-huh. in the in the family room, <laughs> set up the chairs like we're in the train. And, right. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, just that first scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was young, you know, I don't know, maybe ten, I knew that that uh, speech the music man does. Mm-hmm. Folks, listen. Oh. Yeah. You, you yeah. got trouble. <laughs> trouble here at River City. <laughs> yep. <laughs> How much can you do? Yeah, yes. <laughs> well, either you're closing your eyes to a situation you do not wish to acknowledge, or you are not aware of the caliber of a disaster indicated by the presence of a pool table in your community. <laughs> Well, you got trouble, my friend. (laughs) You've heard it, too. Oh, I know it. I know. You know, in fact, you're sitting here talking about this, and it it brings me back to my childhood. We had, I had an upstairs that, I had my bedroom up there, but then there was kind of this open area that was kind of my play area. We called Mm. it the hall. I don't know why, but, but yeah, it was the same thing. We had... The Music Man, The Sound of Music, oh, South yeah. Pacific. I mean, all <laughs> exactly. these different. Yeah, yeah, and same like shows, you said, yeah. all the different types of music. We did the um, Ray Conniff. Ray Conniff uh-huh. singers, that yeah. was a big one in our yeah. family. How about Mitch Miller? You know, we didn't have much oh, Mitch Miller oh, that, oh. I, that I remember. But Dad kind of liked jazz. So we had some jazz kind of, you know, we had... Um, Dinah Washington, I oh, remember, yeah. and yeah, and so we had, yeah. a, I mean, we had a very big variety, and then my brother and sister, they were eight, nine years older than me, so this was, you know, kind of late 60s, early 70s, then I was influenced also by their music, I mean, I remember my sister had, of course, Carol King's Tapestry, and mm-hmm. you know, I yeah. knew all the songs to that, <laughs> the, um, Elton John, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I could I could <laughs> sing the whole album, you know. Yeah. And and they would play these songs. Chicago, that was they both mm-hmm. really liked Chicago. Yeah. Um, and I knew all those songs. And in fact when I listen to music, I think 
if I listen to a 70s station, I mean, I could probably sing every single song <laughs> right. because that's the music I grew up on. Yeah. But and the musicals. I mean, it is. It's it was so fun. And kind of you talking about creating things. I think I would create shows in my head, you know, like I would. Oh, gosh, let's see. We can do this. Yeah, or... right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, my my parents didn't have any jazz records. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really wish they had but mm-hmm. but but there was the musicals and uh, the the sing-along stuff and, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. then uh my my siblings were in the uh, school orchestra or band and oh, then okay. and then they all did different things and i ended up doing what they all did sure so, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you have to you have to do that right and, and, and right. you're listening to it when you're young and whatever they're doing or whatever sports they did, and mm-hmm. I did those, and mm-hmm. so it was a uh, an advantage for, for um, over uh, say another kid my age, same age, but he's the oldest. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the older sibling right. influence. You have the your parents. Mm-hmm. So in the '60s, then I was exposed to well the Beatles. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I saw that on Ed Sullivan, and, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, before Ed Sullivan, we got a record for Christmas from our aunt that it was a it was on VJ records the Beatles mm-hmm. you know, like meet the Beatles or something mm. but I've never seen that cover oh anywhere mm. but uh, it's not that valuable mm-hmm. five <laughs> bucks you know. so we, we were listening to that, and then they were on Ed Sullivan yeah. well my oldest wasn't old enough to be a real hippie <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He graduated from high school in 1969, mm-hmm. but it affected everybody. Sure. And, mm-hmm. uh, I remember wearing some beads, things, yeah. or a yeah. headband, and yeah. uh, we got the long hair. Right. And uh, so my brothers in high school were listening to Jimi Hendrix mm-hmm. and The, the Cream, yep. Three Dog Night, the, mm-hmm. the, all, all the stuff. So I was hearing that. Then when I was in high school, I thought I, I wanted to be a guitar player. Mm-hmm. It, in school, I had already been in orchestra, did violin, and then played trumpet. Bought a guitar, emptied my savings account of seventy-three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> bought a guitar. Uh-huh. <laughs> elect, what, do, what, elect, what what brand? Do you no, no brand. Carol, my first guitar was a Honor, like the like the harmonica. Oh yeah. You didn't the, have a brand. Not even that good. Not even that good. <laughs> no, it was there was no name. It, it, the name was made in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was uh, not even from a music store. It's from the grocery store. Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I just had to have an electric guitar <laughs> and uh, and the amp. So the amp and the guitar together were right as, as much money as I had. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, wow. S- $73. Mm-hmm. About a week later, the guitar wouldn't work. Mm. And we took it back, and they uh, the guy looked at it and said, "Well, this they, we don't have this model anymore, but we just got it the new the Ooh. new stuff, Ooh. and I'll give you one of those." And it was way better. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. it all worked out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I still have that guitar. Oh. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. But not the amp. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, oh, that's great. Then uh, later in. Uh, yeah, early high school, I bought a Fender Telecaster. Mm. Ooh, nice. Yeah. 
and you know, I was going to be a rock star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I, I got exposed to jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was at Disneyland, and they, they used to have big bands there in summertime. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was Woody Herman and the Thundering Herd, mm. <laughs> and the trumpet players came down in front and did this solo. Mm. Oh, it was unbelievable. And th- that's it. I'm going to play trumpet. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I already played trumpet, uh-huh. but, but that, that did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, do, you, anyway. do, oh. do you feel like most of, uh, of your music interest was, was in instruments, or were you singing all the time as well? Was it both? Or? Well, I would sing along with records, and, uh, th- and my brother Tom, the, the next older, we, we had a little garage band, and my cousin huh. played drums. And we would, my brother was the main singer, and I would do some harmonies yeah. and uh, things that the whole group was supposed to do. Back in the USSR, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and did you have any gigs? As oh, a... no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I, was, uh, I would have been like seventh grade, oh. <laughs> you know, eighth grade. And, uh, he was just in high school. But surely you had a name for your band. Uh, yeah, I think we did, but <laughs> I don't remember it, and it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was something my cousin made up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no bass player, hmm. just two guitars and a drummer, and, uh, and a uh, lot of Beatles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and Credence. Oh, Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those were easy songs to play. Mm-hmm. Then we quit playing together. But in high school, I met people, and there'd be different garage bands and mm-hmm. my mom would cart me over there and you know, wow. unload and then you call her up and we're done you know, <laughs> come yeah. pick me up <laughs> yeah. you know one guy that was a drummer in one of these garage bands he then started doing vocals and and was with a a band that they weren't famous but in mm-hmm. locally they were yeah and they play, they, they're probably still playing Yeah, there's a bar here with the name of their band, Long Shot. Oh, (laughs) yes. And I took a picture of it. I'm going to try to send it to him. (laughs) (laughs) Long Shot. So anyway, uh, whatever I was exposed to, Mm -hmm. I liked to learn. And even if it wasn't music, you know, at my uh, grandfather's house, my mother's father, uh, he was a plumber and he had tools. Mm. And I just loved getting into the tools. And he had a grinder. We'd grind metal and make sparks and Mm -hmm. (laughs) skin uh, uh, skin our knuckles, you know. (laughs) Um, So it was just fun learning about things. And and you make mistakes, you get hurt. Part one of our four-part interview with Carl Rowe. Carol, I think we're seeing a pattern throughout each of our interviews so far, and that is the impact that those early years with family have had on the creativity for each of our guests. One of the things I enjoyed Carl sharing about was all the different kinds of record albums that he listened to mm-hmm. when he was young. Broadway tunes, and Reader's Digest albums, and it reminded me a lot of my experience growing up. And we had a wide variety between my parents' records and my brother and sister having record albums. I listened at 
to a lot of different kinds of music, and I think that's why I like all kinds of music today. Yeah, I, you know, I couldn't help but feel like that Carl and I, being about the same age, and then we had the same sort of experience with older brothers uh, who led us into the path that, uh, that we've chosen to follow over the years. As we bring this episode to a close, we'd like to thank our Sacred Community Garden members and this month's podcast subscribers for helping support the Dreams and Bones podcast. If you have found us, and you're not a member, but you want to know more about Dreams and Bones, go to www.growmeastory.com, where you can find out more about practicing the art of creative living with your hosts, Paul and Carol Willem Roberts. Join us next Friday for part two of our interview with musician and entrepreneur Carl Rowe on your Dreams and Bones podcast.